All right, welcome back. Hi, everyone. This is the Cuffs Show with LJ Holmgren here and Tom Cerny on my side. Hi, Tom. Hello, LJ. You ready to do this? I'm ready. We have a special guest today. We do. We do. He's a uh, award winner, multi-award winner. He is a 40 under 40 by Sport Business Journal and Forbes 30 under 30. Today we have Akshay Khanna with us. He is the GM of sports at StubHub. Welcome. Thank you for having me. You forgot the most important part. I was a student of Professor Scott Rosner's. That's right. That's right. So Scott, voice, still gone today. We're, we're all so lucky. Yeah. Um, just yeah. kidding. Can't but hear him. We can't hear him <laughs> at all. So you get stuck with us. That's great. It's an upgrade. So why don't we get started by you telling us your background and a little bit more about yourself. Sure. Um, so I kind of grew up all over the world, went to college, graduated in 2009, had no idea what I wanted to do in life. I came from no money, decided I wanted to go try and make some money, uh, went to work in finance, did that for four years working in private equity, then went to Penn for business school. Um, and it was only really while at Wharton that, uh, A, I met, obviously, Professor Rosner, um, but B, kind of heard you know, from the business school professors, my classmates, et cetera, the idea of kind of following your passion doing what you want, doing what you care about, and turning that into a sustainable lifestyle. Never really thought about it before. Um, And I always knew that my passion lived in and around the sports world. Uh, And so I kind of cold called, reached out to a bunch of people that I didn't know, and said, hey, I'd love to learn more about sports. It's something I'm passionate about. It's an industry I'd love to work in. I just don't know very much about it, i got to be honest. And some incredible people uh, took time out of their schedule 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, multiple phone calls to really kind of educate me on the industry. And I happened to get really lucky, right place, right time, got introduced to the CEO of the Philadelphia 76ers, now Hair Splitzer Sports and Entertainment, uh, Scott O'Neill. And at the time, he happened to be looking for someone to kind of help build out what has now become the Hair Splitzer Sports and Entertainment empire, uh, the, the, the various sports teams and sports properties. Uh, and so I was basically his head of strategy for two and a half years. Uh, loved it, learned so, so, so much about the industry, about management, about thinking about problems in a different way. Um, and then about two years ago, joined StubHub. And that's where I've been for the last two years. I run our sports business, which is about two-thirds of our overall business, about a $3 billion uh, gross sales business. That's great. So now tell us about your current role and give us a little bit more. You can talk to us maybe about some Super Bowl pricing since we're here ahead of the big game. Sure. Uh, So as I mentioned, I'm the GM of sports, um, StubHub. For those of you who don't know, uh, we are a ticketing exchange. We're a marketplace. We are the sec- we are the largest secondary ticketing marketplace in the world, um, and we sell tickets to all kinds of events: concerts, theater, comedy, and then every sporting event you could possibly imagine. If there are tickets, they're usually available on StubHub. Having said that. The Super Bowl is by far the biggest event on our site. Every year, always the Super Bowl. And this year is no different. Um, you know, we've seen an incredible amount of demand for this Super Bowl, largely driven by kind of two things. Everyone wants to be in Miami. This is a fantastic Super Bowl city. And the fan bases that have made the Super Bowl this year. The Niners, Chiefs, both have incredible, passionate fans who love to travel, um, and they've shown up in big numbers. And so that's kind of leading to get-in prices of $4,200, $4,300 in StubHub, and average ticket prices kind of in the $6,400, $6,500 range. Oh, that's great. So 
as you mentioned, a lot of people want to come here. They want to come to the Super Bowl, and obviously that brings bigger problems, right? So we talked a little bit how you guys are confronting fraud. Right? I'm sure there's a lot of fraudulent tickets out there. Are people saying that they're tickets? You know, I heard this. I heard this anecdote the other day, and uh, it's, it's pretty interesting that. It's actually harder to counterfeit a Super Bowl ticket than it is to counterfeit a $100 bill. It's pretty amazing. Uh, kudos to the NFL. They're the ones who deserve the credit for really, if not eliminating, then at least reducing fraud to really infinitesimal levels. StubHub is a partner of the NFLs. That brings with it certain privileges, which include the ability to work with the NFL to like really eliminate fraud from our site, particularly for the Super Bowl. In addition to that, one of the things that we do to put people's minds at ease is we have something called the Fan Protect Guarantee. What that means is when you buy a ticket to StubHub on StubHub to anything, not just the Super Bowl, any event, we guarantee that you will get in the door. Other marketplaces will say we guarantee your money back. It's not great when you've flown all the way to Miami, booked hotels, booked expensive flights, you get down here, and all you get at the end of the day is your money back because you happen to buy a fraudulent ticket. Um, I think that's one of the things that really separates us. Building fan loyalty. That's exactly right. Building a brand, building fan loyalty, um, and making sure that people have as seamless, as easy, and as pleasant a process of getting into a live experience because once they are there, they're doing something they'll never forget. So you shared a little bit of your story. I have a, a very hard-hitting question. You shared your background. You shared your story of how you got here. You mentioned that Scott was your professor. He was. He, you survived. Survived. Barely survived. I was also his TA. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was a glutton for punishment. I think, And he was also my an advisor for one of my independent projects. I actually probably spent more time with Scott than any other professor at work. I mean, so now I can't ask my hard-hitting question no, no, about I, I will be since, open and honest. Since now I feel like he's helped you along well, the way. He has helped me a lot, yes. Um, but no, tell us a little bit more about your experience as a student. We have a lot of student listeners, so you shared your background and story of how you got there. They're always wondering, how do I find it? How do I know? Sure. Either they're too niche in their focus, their narrow focus, or it's too broad. Tell us how your process of figuring out really what opportunities are right for you and what aren't. Yeah, it's a, it's a deep question. Uh, what I would say is this. When I thought about what I wanted to do, I started top down. I think there are people who start bottoms up, and that's fine too. They say, this is the job that I want, and I don't really care what industry it's in, what company it's for. It, I want to do this very specialized thing. I want to work in data analytics. I want to work in product marketing. And whether I work in product marketing for a backpack company or for Facebook or anything in between, it doesn't matter. I think there's a handful of people who do do it that way, and that's one way to approach it, and that's actually maybe even a little bit easier because you know exactly what you want to do. I didn't know that, so I kind of approached it the other way. I said, I want to work in sports. And I was partial towards working for a team because my perspective was this. I was coming from the world of finance. I had an option to go back to the world of finance. I knew I needed to make that decision fairly soon after business school. Um, and so I wanted to spend a couple of years really testing whether sports was a passion that I had, I should reserve for Saturdays and Sundays when I'm debating or watching or talking about sports or whether it was something I should pursue as a career. And I knew I needed to do that pretty quickly and I felt like being at a team would give me that exposure right off the bat. I also knew that I didn't have the traditional background or the skill set of what most people who work at teams do, which is sales and marketing. I had no sales and marketing background. Uh, and so I knew I needed to find a team that would appreciate the background that I did have, 
and the skill sets that I did have. Um, and there were not a whole, bu- a whole lot of those. And I was really, really lucky to find a team that wanted someone who'd had financial services experience, who knew how to look at a business. And that really matched with what I wanted to do. I wanted to look at the strategic angle. I wanted to run a business in the sports world. So it was a really happy marriage. And frankly, a lot of it does come down to luck. You have to be in the right place at the right time. You have to meet the right people. And a lot of that just comes from being really persistent. So a couple times here you've mentioned the passion that you have have around everything. So really what drives you every morning to wake up when you go to work for a company like StubHub that's that's in the limelight, right, for the most part of ticket sales and percents up, down, tickets on the market. Um, what really drives you kind of to come into StubHub every morning? Yeah, look, uh, this one's an easy one for me. Um, that's what I'm here for. I'm here yeah, to help you yeah, with the easy I appreciate one. it. <laughs> Softball, there you go. I love what I do. 80-90% of the time and I look at my peers and I'm lucky to be relatively well educated to be able to pursue what I want to do and I look at the vast majority of my peers and almost none of them get to say that they love what they do 20% of the time that I can say I love what I do 80% of the time or 90% of the time it's just it's a gift um, it is a gift and I feel incredibly lucky and incredibly blessed to have found that and that makes it easy to wake up in the morning and get excited to go to work um, and look, I've lived the other side of the coin as well. I worked in finance for four years. I didn't hate what I did, but I didn't love what I did either. Um, and having experienced that, having experienced work for work, to then experience work for fun, it's pretty amazing. So you just mentioned meeting the right people. I'm told that you've met the right person, and I'd like to talk about this. So let's talk about your wife. Uh, great plug. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I, wish, I wish you were here. Uh, we actually, no joke, no joke, met in Scott's class. Stop, it's all back to Scott. We met in his class. Um, so we met at, at Warden. Uh, she is far more accomplished than I am. She went to Yale, played golf professionally on the LPGA Tour for six years. Um, incredible story there. Uh, and then went to, she retired and then went to Penn for business school. Uh, and during our time at Wharton, we happened to meet. She's now at Top Golf, a very successful executive at Top Golf. For those of you who don't know, Top Golf is like David Buster's for golf. Um, it's a super fun experience. There's one right by you guys in Edison. Um, and uh, she leads uh, part of their international business and a part of what they call Top Golf Live, which is um, a lot of their non-venue business. So either at driving ranges or at sports stadiums. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's a pretty cool part of a pretty cool business that is growing very, very rapidly. You guys should have her on at some point. I was just going to say, when she's in New York, we'd love to have yeah. her on the show. I know she would love to be on the show, um, and she's a much better uh, a much better guest than I would. Will she gush about Scott as much as you did, though? I don't know. You'll have to. Only one way to find out. We'll, we'll make well, sure Scott has his voice for that. Yes. That's right. We'll make sure Scott's there. That's right. Uh, and then really put her to the test. We also could gush about Scott, too, and being lucky with what we do every day. There you this go. is a Scott Fest today. Yeah, that's right. He pays. We should this cut what, this out. This is what he gets. <laughs> this, is what, this is what we get for him not being able to speak. Yes, this is what he gets, making him blush. Right. This is perfect. So as we wrap up our time here, can you tell us where people can find you or how they can connect with you? Uh, sure, yes. Um, so I live in San Francisco. If you're in the Bay Area, give me a shout. Um, but more reasonably, uh, my email address is akkana at stubhub.com, A-K-K-H-A-N-N-A at stubhub.com. Send me a note. Look, I know you guys are, um, you know, I know this program is phenomenal. It is training people to be successful leaders. 
in the sports industry. Um, I am where I am today and where I hope to be 5, 10, 15 years from now because people took a chance on me and because people invested time in me. And so if there's one thing that I have committed to do, it is paying that forward. So if there are people who are listening to this who want to work in the sports industry who are not sure how or why or what to do, um, happy to hop on a call or meet them in person if they happen to be in the Bay Area. That's incredibly generous of you, and thank you. My pleasure. Well, thank you for joining us from Radio Row here as we prep for the Super Bowl. We look forward to having you, uh, your wife on soon. That's right. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk to everyone soon. Thanks so okay. much for having me.